The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Did you ever want to know about this? Did you ever want to know about that? Well, now you can know about this and that with This on That. I'm Chad Foglin. And I'm Mike Solari. And we're going to bring along a lot of funny people for you to enjoy. Celebrity guests. Musicians. Uh, people who are just weirdos. Guy outside. Our friends. And that's it. And they talk about whatever topic they want to talk about, and we join in. So listen to an episode. It's free. On iTunes. It's on the Nerdist School Network. He yeah. starts squeezing the cup so hard. It's it gonna squeeze. You know how like the lid like can this. pop? Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the listener, <laughs> I just demonstrated <laughs> on Sean's. Not mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> I you try you to tried to relate like it to me personally. Yeah. I really appreciate that. I think that's the way to really get to people, too, is like get through to them. It's like experience it how you. Yes, I think that's how you can get to experiences. But also, I think the only because on some level, and maybe this is like Cartesian philosophy, but like on some level, all you really know mm-hmm. is that you exist and that your thoughts are real. Yeah. So totally. even when you're thinking about things on a global scale, like really, all you really have proof of is the things that you sense in your brain. Yeah. I mean, that's all you fully understand. Yeah. Because yeah. you can like know about stuff. But I think you can never fully, fully understand. Oh my god, this got so deep, yeah, so quick, quick. (laughs) instantly, zero to six. Cartesian philosophy. (laughs) We haven't even started the show yet. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Hellmouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent, and I'm another of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. We have got a wonderful guest here today. I think we're trying to rectify ourselves because yeah, we owe him a debt. We owe him a blood, a, a blood debt. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Shing! <laughs> <laughs> Kelly just pulled out a knife. Um, okay, uh, can we cut where the bathing suit covers? Like, <laughs> I don't want scars. <laughs> um, uh, writer, comedian, man of Los Angeles. <laughs> um, uh, John Danforth Apollo is here. Thank you so much for coming on the show, John. Welcome. My pleasure. My pleasure. I have briefly touched on this, not to cheat on the episode, um, but uh, this episode changed a lot of things for me with how I look at the characters. Mm-hmm. Ryan looks very smug. I'm so excited about this part. <laughs> um, I had previously been very anti-Riley. I was like, Riley's a dud. He's so fucking boring. Boo, 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 Riley. At the end of the first episode, I was kind of like, damn, I think I'm team Riley. Like, not... Team Riley versus other paramours of Buffy. Mm-hmm. Ryan's rolling her eyes. But Team Riley, when it's like Riley versus Buffy, I think I'm on I'm on his side. I feel really yeah. bad for him in these episodes. For sure. Yeah, I think he Yeah. It's I cried. I mean, not sobbed. I, I got misty. Out, I was out of sobs. <laughs> but I because it's it is a gut punch. And even uh Nicholas Brendan's reaction to that is such a gut punch. It's so good. Yeah, he's that really good moment in that. of she doesn't love me. And just Xander taking that in and yeah. really holding that was really good. Yeah. Um we taught we watched The Replacement and Out of My Mind. Where do these episodes like uh stand in the Buffy canon are these big episodes or are these small episodes I think people remember the replacement fondly mm-hmm. in terms of Xander centric episodes so like if you made a top five Xander episodes this would be in the top five um, I don't know that out of my mind gets 
discussed as much. So I don't know that it has as much of a a big deal. Part of it is that the Buffy Riley relationship is not a fan favorite relationship. Mm. Yeah. In general. Like they like Buffy Spike. Buffy Spike or Buffy, Buffy Angel. Angel. Buffy Angel. Okay. Just because like Or those... Buffy Willow. Honestly, I bet there are more I feel like yeah. there are more fans there are more... who like slash them than are Buffy Riley. Mm. There are more fans that slash Buffy Willow, Buffy Faith, Buffy Oh Buffy Faith, yeah. Um I'm sure there's more Buffy that slash Giles. Buffy Cordelia than yeah. Buffy Riley. Like Riley is so low on the list of like people. Which, it isn't really fair. It's funny though, in terms of that relationship. When I watched this previous times, I was like, oh, I just don't know why these kids can't make it work. And now I watch, I'm like, no, you're having too much sex. Yeah. <laughs> sex is too important. To you. Like you're using sex to like fix all of your problems. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fix any problems. Um, but I whatever, when I was younger, I guess I didn't have that like ability to see that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, they like to make out all the time. But I'm like, no, you're hiding from your problems. Yeah. By just being like, well, let's just have sex. Yeah, like, let's that's make a thing we can out in on. Xander's oh, new my bed. God. Like that's control yourself house yeah i mean (laughs) at that point it's like you're only doing it because that's the charm it's not like you're so hot for each other that you can't keep each other off it's like here's an opportunity to do something really bad yeah (laughs) like 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 their version of really bad yeah because they're not actually bad or otherwise they would have to have a conversation exactly they would have to talk to each other and they'd have to look at like xander getting this place for anya kind Mm -hmm. of and be like we're not gonna ever be there like no. they're riley you know like buffy i'm sure looks at riley and is so where does riley live he still the lives in the house? dorm like, dude get an apartment yeah, the military frat house he, yeah. lives at the, yeah. he still lives at the military frat house even though he's not in the military and she now lives at home so if any couple should move in together it's probably them yeah i mean like if they had if they were in that place the logistics lineup hmm? the logistics oh, lineup yeah. but i mean does I'd, he have a job? Does he have no, money? He, Any form of income? Maybe some kind of pension? Yeah, maybe Do you think he was he has a like government a severance? employee. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because... I mean, I w- would hope that when the initiative was disbanded, that was part of the program. Like, when they signed away, like, they wouldn't talk about it to the press. Mm-hmm. They also got some Hush kind money. of package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Graham, I mean, lays it out for real. I mean, mm-hmm. I know this is kind of skipping ahead, but he's like, you've got nothing. Which is true. Riley doesn't have anything. No. There. He had friends. But they don't, yeah, they're not. He had a mission. And he's a person who needs a mission. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he can't create one on his own. No. Um, But we open uh, the first episode with a kind of like a double date scene with Anya and Xander. That was so miserable to watch. Oh, in the basement? (laughs) Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It sucks to hang out at Xander's. and you can not to be gross, but you can smell the dry cum. Yeah, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. That, that shit place is, is coated everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking as a young man who wishes he had a basement growing up, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then there's that kind of like, like you can see that Xander has this. I mean, up throughout the first uh, like part of this episode, Xander has this uh, vision of like what. Buffy and Riley yeah. are, and he sees them as this like perfect power couple um and him trying to like keep up with the Joneses I know so is sad. so sad and embarrassing like yeah ah, when he tries to rub her shoulder it's like yeah but I feel like that I mean isn't that like youthful thing like I feel mm-hmm. like that's totally relatable mm-hmm um 
And Anya is so comfortable. Like she's, she's in that moment, she's secure in her relationship. Yeah. She doesn't, because I think she's like free from like the human trappings because she used to be a demon. Right. right. um, Is like free from the human trappings of like wanting to fit in or like do the right things socially. Like she, she kind of tries, but like is mostly out for survival. Yeah. She doesn't care about her social status is not important to her. No. I think part of it is she's also a much more selfish person. Mm -hmm. So she cares about. You know, she wants to live in that apartment because she wants to live there, not because anyone else is going to look at what her apartment looks like. No, she just wants nice things. She wants nice things. Yeah. To have them. To have them. Mm-hmm. Just to have. Which I think is the way to live your life. If you um, if, just not necessarily to make a statement, but if you want something just to have it, that's great. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the way that like that's a very materialistic. Oh, view. totally. And also like. Yeah, I mean, I think community is important. Yeah, but I, don't I just think mean taking care of yourself and I yourself is the the ultimate human way to live. Yeah. I think like just generally like wanting things and I don't mean necessarily things things, I just mean mm-hmm. like generally like goals or whatever for you like as opposed like just so that you can say like oh, I've accomplished this rather than like doing things because you think Right, like you shouldn't have a goal to like get married by 30. Right. You shouldn't have a goal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) No, I mean, whatever. Do what you want to do. Yeah. Live your own life. No, but But I I think that like she, I think that she is the only well-adjusted character on that show Mm -hmm. because she isn't really living with these expectations of what's right and what's wrong. And like, uh, I mean, if she, she, I mean, I I tend to like think of like, uh, not to get too deep too early, but mm-hmm. like human like nature is kind of driven by desire and obligation. Mm-hmm. So we have these things, but we feel obligated to do these other things. And like we really should be living more out of desire, but we end up living out of obligation. And that's when you get people who like won't come out of the closet yeah. or, you know, people who do favors for people and then resent those people, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she doesn't really seem to be no, worried about No, she would never do a favor yeah. for someone if she didn't want to. Yeah, exactly. And so – yeah. That to me is like very well adjusted and it can get you in trouble sometimes in the sense that like you're going to piss people off, but that's also normal and like part of human experience and like you should, even in a relationship, you should be doing what you want all the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Which sounds sociopathic, yeah. but it's predicated upon the notion that you are not a sociopath. So yeah. If you're and like, not so you a, could want to please another person. Yeah. So like you could want to see pleasure in your partner. Um, I'm talking about eating pussy right now, you guys. <laughs> no, everyone caught it. My mom on her walk with her little puppy, Lucky, heard it. We all heard it. No, I just mean like you should want, like, yeah, like if if you're pursuing like things that you want, and if the thing that you want is to see your partner happy, like then you're gonna do that. Yeah, then you can do that, but not to be like, oh god, I have to like like have sex night once a yeah, week, or like I yeah. have to like go, like I have to get them this thing because like. Okay, That's expected. But sometimes you have to, you do have to put someone else over yourself. Not if you don't want to. <laughs> I mean, I, like, yeah, but I would say Anya right now isn't there. I think no. that's part of her evolution. So I, I, the idea that she's well adjusted, I think she has more of a clean slate to not be as fucked. She doesn't have baggage that everyone else has, sure. but she's not a good friend to anyone. No, she's right not now. a good friend. Sure. And she's an okay girlfriend. She's like, she loves Xander. <laughs> she tries her best, but like. Solid B. <laughs> yeah, she's trying. And I think she's evolved. I mean, that's yeah. part of what I love about her is that we see her evolve into, you know, in some ways, like one of the 
best people on the show, you know, like right, in terms right. of being like a platonic ideal good. But right now, I don't know that she's figured out that like doing putting other people's needs in front of your own is something that she would want to do. Sure. Don't they it's kind like of childish? I'm not super familiar with her character, yeah. but they kind of code her as like teenager child right mm -hmm. like in one episode the halloween episode she's like a bunny right or yeah. something like that yeah. there's like these things that they'll allude to where she is kind of like she's a grown person but kind of has the mentality of like a teenager right so mm -hmm. teenagers are like selfish and like they, yeah. they, their literally brains are not developed enough to understand the needs of other people necessarily mm -hmm. and like sheltered in a way yeah, yeah. she's yeah. Like, sheltered so she's certainly not as cynical as mm -hmm. the rest of us like like even her selfishness is like almost more pure in its selfishness mm -hmm. than, like sh yeah she doesn't watch friends she's not imitating chandler bing like she's <laughs> uh, when she says those things it's like real yeah um but i think especially with this apartment thing like get a job girl no i like, know and that's i mean yes i'm saying that not having been a demon and being <laughs> like with all my baggage but like no like Come on. He can't afford that apartment. He cannot get a job. afford that apartment. And she, yeah. whatever, she will ultimately get, it will work out. But that's one of those things where it's like, Anya, you're not thinking about the bigger, you're not thinking about Xander in this. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it feels good to be taken care of, but pull your weight, girl. Yeah. And I, I think she is like certainly learning how to get the things that she wants. Because like right now she is just being like, because I think she's so new to being human. Mm -hmm. She'll just like turn to Xander, who's the closest thing to her, and be like, "Do that for me," because mm -hmm. that's her way of, that's what she sees as accomplishing her goal. And I think she will someday see that like you can <laughs> cut out the middleman. And, yeah, like, you can do it yourself. Yeah, get it. Yourself. But and that's not to say she's not kind to Xander because she is at times. Mm -hmm. Like we've seen her be like really comforting and sweet to her to him, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, the apartment thing really annoys me because if someone can't afford an apartment, they can't afford it. Yeah. I mean, he gets the job. It all works out. But that's like more of luck. <laughs> yeah. Than... There's, oh my God. Can we talk about how much luck other Xander gets? So, okay. So much luck. It seems like magic. <laughs> like, it's so much luck. Look, as a man, I have, you know, every time I put on a collared shirt and tucked it in, my life has gotten immeasurably better. <laughs> tucked so, it into like, your I extremely baggy your, pants. Yeah. I was like, I can't tell if, you're, if this is a bit. Is this real? I thought I thought that is what it is. Uh, if a white man walks into a bank with a collared shirt tucked into khakis, yeah, he hands you that. a loan for a mortgage. Oh, my. Not only that, I can take out money from other people's accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what <laughs> yeah, happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why our system is so fucked up. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, like, I, it's like. There's a Bob's Burgers episode that I just watched recently where he, like, puts on a suit and people mm -hmm. just treat him differently. Mm -hmm. And there is something, like, if you – as a dude, like, if you put on nice clothes, people, like, really do respect you a lot more. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's just, like – I think it's just, like, in our day and age where wearing a suit is so – is such a sign of, like, you work in, like, finance or the government or, mm -hmm. like, some kind of position of authority because um, just people just don't wear suits anymore. Yeah. You yeah. know, that, like, you put that on, people – kind of just up their respect for you by like 10 and like, mm -hmm. you know, for no reason, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I, I remember feeling, and I know that you said as a man, but like also like just as a person, like I remember feeling different when I was wearing a suit mm -hmm. and like going into, like, it was nice, like going into a restaurant or like for my lunch and like while I was wearing a suit, like you felt like, like, yeah, I'm the shit. I'm wearing a fucking suit. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's weird how like, Things that you ascribe to certain clothing and then, like, you take that on yourself. What is it? Like, those magic slippers, ballet slippers. Yeah. Right? Yes. Tap shoes, dance uh -huh. shoes. 
I feel the same way if I wear like a super cute dress. Yeah. Like clothes make and, you. But part of it in that case, more than the authority suit thing, is like I'm projecting that I'm happy to be mm-hmm. in this dress that like is swishy and has probably flowers or some shit on it. <laughs> like I'm happy. So like, yeah, you're gonna treat me like I'm a happy person. Right. Whereas if I'm in leggings and a sweatshirt and glasses and a side braid, <laughs> you may like you're probably gonna be like, you doing okay? Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, I so this I mean it kind of reminds me like I love weddings. I mm-hmm. love weddings. Um I cuz I like you get to go dressed up and I always have like a blast and I'm kind of like my best self, self at weddings and I always feel like I like really good. And sometimes mm-hmm. I like look at the pictures, especially like weddings in the summer on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Like I'll look at the pictures later and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm like a drunken sweaty mess." But like <laughs> I didn't feel like it yeah. at the time, you know, yeah. and I had a blast, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those things where it's you know, as a person who is like, I don't want to say cynical, but like, I definitely lean towards like the negative. Like, there is like a truth to like the energy you put out is like the energy you get back. Yeah. You know, which is I, I think probably the kind of the message of this episode. Yes. You know, a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. Los Angeles, it's winter now. If you're having a wedding, invite John. <laughs> I won't he be will sweaty. be his best self, non-sweaty, <laughs> mm-hmm. in a suit. Doesn't matter if it's a casual beach wedding. He will be in a suit. I'll be there. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be in a linen suit ooh, to a beach ooh, wedding. Ooh, 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 ooh. Rolled up bare feet. <laughs> um, can we talk about how beast that black light demon was? Dude, that so dude cool. looked dope. He was cool. That was he cool. He looked cool, man. Yeah. Like, for, like a, right. for like a basic cable like right? show. Yeah. You know, in the mid two thousands, not yeah. bad. They no, did his, it. Not bad. His teeth looking like scary. Mm-hmm. His like the veiny shit that dude looked dope mm-hmm. yeah he looked really cool um i liked him a lot um do you guys think that xander i like to think that xander does have lovely penmanship do you think he does when he's filling out that form and he's like i do have love or is been told your, i have so your head cannon yeah it's my head cannon he has <laughs> yeah lovely i think it's true i bet he like i think it's true i think he takes really like clean notes yeah mm-hmm. yeah well, I, a part of me wonders like it's it, I, part of me wonders if he's so like I don't want to say dumb, but just so like childlike that he like holds like the pencil, like grips it like oh it's my a God. fist, and then slowly fill. Like it takes him yeah. two hours to fill out, but it looks it looks great, beautiful. Perfect. Yeah, that would be so funny if he's filling out the application. They do like a montage where he's yeah. still in the same place. Yeah. The Everyone's like changes. moving <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> so funny. Um, that was something I noticed in these two episodes is that when this show writes writes dumb characters because then there's like the dumb version of Xander and then there's Harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, they are like brain damaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty dumb. <laughs> like <laughs> also the names of the women on this show are crazy. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. a 10 year old boy's idea of what girls are called. Like Buffy, mm-hmm. Harmony, Faith, yeah. Cordelia. Like yeah. it's, it's yeah. so silly. Yeah. Willow. 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 Yeah. 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 I think the most normal one is Tara. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tara. It's almost like you just Anya. went through a and d list of like character names. Oh my names. gosh. Yeah, it it was like a like, like elven name yeah. generator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does, absolutely. Um, oh, Xander is way overdressed for his construction construction job. Well, I, I think it was the last day at Yeah, so he wants place. to look good. I, like, I think oh. he was there maybe to get his check or something. Oh, like I okay. felt like it was Makes sense. end yeah. of... I mean... Our Xander, that's the thing is like we get a glimpse at who Xander could be. Mm-hmm. Our Xander would never think to put on a nice college shirt for his last day to pick up his check. But this other Xander like thinks of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the thing. This is an episode and Whedon shows do this all the time where they're fucking with us. 
Mm-hmm. The episode wants yeah. us to think it's a demon. He's a demon. Yeah. The whole oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So some of, and it's, I, this is not a slight on Nicholas Brennan's performance. He's great. Or his twin's performance. Or his twin's performance. Oh, wait, that's yeah, actually that's his, his twin. Okay. Because I was watching and I was like, these. Looks they're, good. They're touching each other, yeah. which you yeah. can't, if you know anything about filmmaking, you can't really do that, especially in like an age before CGI. Yeah. Because there's matte lines and all that stuff. So for them to be touching each other, it yeah. was like. This is, I just didn't understand how they were doing it. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Have so this, a twin. Yes, yeah, yeah, have, have an identical twin. twin. That's the answer. Yeah. Um, but like, there's some like shifty looks he gives. And, yeah. and even once you know and you rewatch the episode, it's like, that doesn't really track because yeah. you wouldn't, unless we think that part of Xander is also a shifty jerk, weirdo. Also, okay, yes. And I was like, is good Xander, quote, just an asshole that like fucking blinds people with his little <laughs> the coin. quarter coin, his nickel. Well, he's just playing with it. But he, there's one point where he is like doing it on a person's face yeah. and just looking at them. Yeah, and the I was foreman. like, yeah. maybe he's yeah. like psychotic. So like he, maybe be. he is just evil. Yeah, he might be. He's you like peel away all the like, like the goofy, affable the goofy, parts. yeah, and the like wanting to please people, and you realize that he's just a sociopath. <laughs> well, and the like collared Xander, we could call mm-hmm. him. Okay, great. Uh, is also doesn't contact Willow. No. Which is interesting. Like, it almost makes it feel like Willow is this artifice of his other life, his child life. Interesting. Yeah. Um, like, he doesn't even think to, to call her, which is like, what? But it's interesting, too. Like, if you look through just, like, the history of the show up until this point, mm-hmm. I was thinking back. I was like, dude, I don't think I've, I remember a scene of, like, Willow and Xander hanging out. Together, because now they've kind of spun away from each other, mm-hmm. Willow towards Tara and him towards Anya. And I think, I mean, we'll see that in the future that they do have like a bond there. But I think that they kind of, and maybe this is just me projecting, um, view their friendship as like them at their weakest when they weren't happy with their social standing That's in, interesting. in high school. <sighs> I don't know. I think there's still a comfort with each other. I think they hang out a lot in Xander's basement. Maybe. I think Tara's there, which yeah. is a totally different hang. And like I'm there. not, yeah, yeah, I'm not denying that like hanging out with your best friend and hanging out with your best friend with your boyfriend and hit, and their girlfriend yeah. is di- like, those are different. Yeah. But like, I'm sorry, I don't know why I had a boyfriend in there. <laughs> with their girlfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> girlfriend and girlfriend, all the girlfriends. Uh-huh. Um, but like, that is a different kind of hang, but I still think they hang out several nights a week. Like yeah. Willow doesn't have other friends. No. And Xander doesn't have, I mean, so I think if he made his top three list of friends she'd be on it yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah um um but yeah friendships evolve yeah they do um also like i i was a little bit annoyed and agree with what you said ryan about like how a, I, there were a, a few times where xander collared xander would do things and i was like okay like this is only to trick us into thinking he's a demon because like he wouldn't like yeah. he's being like so weirdly calm and like looking at people in such a weird, creepy way. Yeah, that I was like, that's not that doesn't track. He also, and this is something we've seen in another episode with Xander. He does not shut down the flirting. No, he Dude, is welcoming. What at his best, he is he is welcoming the advances of this realtor. Oh God, who is laying it on so, so thick. thick? Yeah, she. I was so I was she didn't just like take off her her coat yeah. and like and like. Drop like it on the- Yeah. <laughs> just like leave a trail of clothes. Yeah. To the bed. Okay, so furnished bed. Why is Who- the bed there? I guess the furnished yeah. apartment. Furnished bed, furnished 
microwave furnished oh, yeah. like it doesn't yeah I mean, and like furnished yeah. two couches okay and yeah, two you couches. live in a dorm How, why are you so excited about a microwave you can have a microwave in your dorm room like it would be i was very I think excited exci- to get a place like an oven yeah it's very exciting for baking yeah. a counter to put my stand mixer yeah. like there were things that i was excited about my first kitchen mm-hmm. that wasn't a dorm but it wasn't the microwave. I like, think what? a quesadilla yeah. maker. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. A panini press. <laughs> um, I I think yeah, maybe okay. Maybe Willow's just like excited that there's no longer the hot plate situation. Yeah, this but also yeah, covered yeah. in cat piss. Cool. And is like she's like, look, I'm gonna excite be excited about this microwave because that's the only thing Xander's gonna use. Xander's yeah. not gonna use the stove. He's not gonna use the oven. He will yeah. prepare us microwaved popcorn. Those yeah, are the hot and cold. That what was is so cheesy that makes when no she sense. I, 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 yeah, I, I couldn't figure out what that joke meant. It's like hot and cold water, I yeah. think, is what she's trying to... Hot and cold water? Uh, <laughs> like, oh, hot and cold running water. Oh, So oh. she says hot and cold running popcorn. It's uh, a bad joke. I still don't it, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't fit enough to be a good joke. Right, like, I have a dorm question for you great. guys. Did you guys both live in dorms? Yes. yes. Okay, that was it. No. <laughs> <laughs> did, <Ryan>. you, <laughs> did you ever make uh, grilled cheeses with an iron? No. No, I wish I did though. Make did quesadillas. You? Uh, a dude on the dorm would mm. like late night girls. <laughs> you had a dude, you had a, a guy. I had a hookup. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. Everyone else would get high and I'd be like, hey, you got girl cheese. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. But yeah, it was a bit, we had like a floor kitchen. Mm. But yeah, the, the cuisine was not. It wasn't like grill cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to that realtor. I just yeah. love, I love, <laughs> you have to kind of like, like, it's basically implied that like uh, Xander's transformation from like smelly, sweaty, <sighs> dumbass to put together gentleman is like what gets her hot. Yes, like because he's barely literate the first yeah. time she meets mm-hmm. him. Like yeah. you know he doesn't he has nothing to offer. You know, and then he does this turn and she's like, ooh la la. Like, yeah, you know, no, it, and that's literally the only thing he's communicated to her is the right. change. Like, because well, he's she, handsome. He is handsome. But so the first time she sees him, he's like this doof with a girlfriend. Yeah. And his clothes don't fit. Yeah. Like, they're, that's a classic Xander. <laughs> his clothes are just hanging. Yeah. So hanging. It's like you can't even blame it on the 90s style or whatever. Like his clothes literally do not fit. And I say this as a man who can barely dress himself. So like <laughs> I game recognize game. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? It's. I, I wonder if because we didn't hear him call her up and say, let's meet it and talk about the apartment. We yeah. didn't hear the beginning of that conversation when he started because we know it took him a long time to develop those forms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah. I wonder if he was like 007ing her, like just uh, so suave, so, so suave. Cool. Wait, so but like, is he? He can't be smarter than his than he is than he is. Right, so but I still... think he plays down to expectations. I think that's what the yes. episode's saying yes. is that he uh, plays down to expectations. And when I say that, they're his own expectations for himself. He doesn't think yeah. himself capable of being d- college Xander. Well, totally. Like, he, yeah. It's so you yeah. I think he doesn't think he can. So that's why he's like, oh, oh like maybe I'll try to be Riley. I'll rub my girlfriend's shoulders even though she has a broken shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. But also yeah, he's like, I don't when Willow was like, we have to solve this. And he's like, I don't do that. Like, I get into trouble when Buffy saves me. And he keeps saying, like, I have to find Buffy. I have to find Buffy. Um, and I think it was fair that, like, the whole reason he gets shot with the thing is that he does have some heroism in him. Mm-hmm. Like, he pushes Buffy out of the way 
so that he gets shot. Yeah. So there, it is there, and I think during times where he doesn't have time to think, it comes out. But give him any time to think, yeah. and he's gonna. Well, even this military mm-hmm. thing, like way back in season one, he spent <laughs> oh one day as a military guy, like one right. day, and he'll just like pull it out and be like super. But it all it takes is it's like um it's like the end of Space Jam. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, I don't have to elaborate. You guys know what I mean? No, I don't, I don't <laughs> you remember. should elaborate. I don't remember. <laughs> um, they have, and I can't remember what they call it. They call it like the magic stuff. It's the water, but it's just water. It's just water. But like everyone drinks it, and everyone's like, oh, and then they play really well. That's what it is. It's like yeah. if he believes, oh, I'm remembering what it's like to be a soldier. He's yeah. a really kick-ass fighter. It's placebo effect. Total yeah, placebo yeah, effect. Yeah. And so we think that's sort of what Collard Xander is Xander without insecurities. So like. Yeah. He doesn't hold himself back. I didn't love the extended threesome talk. Oh, my God. Nightmare. Or a dream for Anya. Yeah, I mean, it is a dream for her. Um, I just wouldn't want two Xanders pawing at me. Well, but, like, it's not... <laughs> One Z- is enough. Thank you. <laughs> you wouldn't want any Xanders pawing at you. No, I wouldn't. I mean, more power to you. What you about two spikes? Okay. <laughs> Corrected. <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> all right um yeah we get some real okay do we have oh shit i can't believe i have we got this far in talking about this episode and we have not talked about i hope it's the same thing that i ever okay let's try on three to say it okay, okay. one <laughs> oh it is the same thing but it's two. okay one, one two, two three. three pants and top seek yeah i didn't go because i was so mad at you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the sequined uh, halter top with uh, tie dye pants. The tie dye, like they don't, they don't go. Each piece is <laughs> such a statement. It's insane that you would have to wear a neutral on the other part. Like yeah. you can wear that sequined little top. Mm-hmm. Put on some black pants. Yeah, you want to wear your tie dye pants? Put on a white t shirt. Yeah. It'll be great. The two together, and it I, was that tie dye that was like. Did pervasive she? in the early 2000s. So what are we talking about? Oh, Buffy's my God. Oh, okay. Cool. So obviously that <laughs> was it. a big deal for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it looks like she was out clubbing. Mm-hmm. She crashed at a friend's house and the mm-hmm. friend lent her some lounge pants. Yeah. And it's the morning after and she's sort of like tired, but she's yeah. like, okay. And so she's sipping some coffee. Yeah. And then she walks by a mirror and she like starts crying <laughs> so bad yeah no the ugh, i could and it is in many scenes she's wearing this outfit and so i was like this it's so much it's a lot it, it, a beaded top mm-hmm. halter rainbow mm-hmm. with that circle tie-dye yeah where it's like the circle maroon background with white circles which Neither of those colors are featured in the top. No. So there's no coordination. No, there's a full range of looks and colors. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Uh, no, but we had to get through that. Oh, also, I have other I have other thoughts. One yeah. of them is when they start talking about uh, this Sandra is so much more sophisticated. And she's like into men's fashion. Is that the most sophisticated thing That's you can <laughs> think of? Like, oh, he's so sophisticated. <laughs> like, I feel like. I, I don't know. You could that be like well versed in like philosophy, literature. You could, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things. Political science, sure. Uh, science, science, science. Si- <laughs> there are so many things. I would say men's fashion is uh, pretty pretty low. Yeah, I mean, if you go to 
like a Macy's or a Sears. Sears. I don't shop. Yeah, okay, you go I don't, to Sears. I don't shop at Sears. I don't know why I said Sears. I was just thinking. If you de- go to the Penny department or the Sears, you just go to any men's fashion store. There's like three things. <laughs> I don't- you are revealing so much about yourself right now. You, you go, go to, to the me. men's fashion store, a Macy's, a Sears. You know, you the, know? the Pack Suns, the, the American Eagles. Uh, I shop at the mall. I don't know. Like, okay. where do you like to shop for your clothes? Uh. I go to the Gap. Okay. I go to. I wish I could buy stuff at Uniqlo, but Uniqlo is so weird. Their sizes are so yeah. weird. Yeah. It's either way too big or way too Very small. small. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't. Their sizes. I mean, I don't know. It's like maybe it's just the American male is like too weirdly shaped, but like it. It doesn't. I can't buy anything there that fits mm-hmm. me at mm-hmm. all. They have um, great socks though. Their men's socks are fantastic. Oh, really? Oh, cool. All right. Their uh, joggers are good too. Are you saying that because I wear them all the time? No, I didn't know those were Uniqlo. Oh. Um, I should go to Topshop, maybe. I've heard oh, that's yeah. Good. I heard that place yeah. is good. I mean, that is closer to men's fashion than Macy's or Sears. I just, I don't, <laughs> I like Sears buy is... jeans. I buy Sears. I don't go to Sears, okay? Wait, I just... hold on. You just said you buy jeans at Sears. No, I didn't say, I said, no, I said, look, I'm on a lot of medications right now, <laughs> right, all right? It's truth serum. Flonase, <laughs> Afrin, antibiotics, coffee. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things in my system right now. Yeah. You have to bear with me. Yeah. Okay. I'm high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Want to make me a grilled cheese? <laughs> um, where's the iron? <laughs> um, okay, so you you know where you should shop? Frank and Oak is good. I've never even heard of that. It's that online. expensive. Micah buys his stuff from there. Oh. His tops. Micah, your boyfriend. He mm-hmm. has. He is a person I would say is both sophisticated and has a good fashion sense. Yeah, I would say that for sure. But I don't. He has a lot of cute tops. <laughs> He would I love would, if I said that. <laughs> if you Cute said tops. it, if like, you said it and then it was recorded and then yeah. it got published. Like in some weird world where I said it and it was like on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you guys publish these? Oh, oh, just no. for your own personal no, Yeah, we have it in, like, a private, yeah. in a private Vimeo. <laughs> <laughs> just audio. Password protected with a randomly generated password that changes every two months. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not appreciate the Klingon joke. That was so fucking dumb. Yeah. It was like, but you know, he's pandering to her because mm-hmm. he's like, she doesn't, she saw me as like a nerd and I guess he, yeah, it was just, it was, it was very Big Bang Theory. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. And I was like, and I don't appreciate that. Message. I didn't, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. I don't like it. I didn't like it either. Um, I did like Anya's night clothes. She yes. She just so adorable. Yes, she looked very adorable. <laughs> like she found an old book from the 60s. Yes. Of like... How to dress for bedtimes. Yes. I like I all she needed was like a little sleepy hat. Mm-hmm. It'd be very cute. I would love to wear a sleepy hat. Um I wrote we Spike's not doing make great. That happen for you very yeah. easily. Very easily. I mean we very easily. Especially around Christmas time. Oh yeah. Those are essentially sleeping hats. I mean, yeah. I want that long one that I can wear as a scarf. Don't let this girl in a hobby don't lobby. don't <laughs> in a hobby lobby. I'll have diarrhea in their bathroom <laughs> and then wear <laughs> um okay yeah i wrote spike's not doing great he's not in a good place right now i thought he was gonna kiss that mannequin well yeah yeah (laughs) spoiler spoilers (laughs) yeah yeah he because yeah he when he's like pets its severed head after he's kicked it Ugh. he's yeah spiraling he's having trouble Mm mm-hmm I like that he lives like a runaway teen. Like, yeah. Yes. He's like, living the dream for like a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, uh, so much of his life is posturing. 
like his it's, clothes, yes. his hair. Because you know he has to keep bleaching his hair. Yeah. What's the grow? Do you think Spike, the character, actually bleaches his hair? I, well, he did bleach it at one point. And I think... On the show? Well, no, because we know his origin story. Oh. So we know he originally had, like, your well, hair Well, and color. we've seen oh. his brows. My hair is yeah. brown, listeners. Yeah, his hair is brown. <laughs> um, But yeah, so, I mean, he did at one point bleach it, but... Um, I'm really just thinking. Yeah. I mean, I think we know their hair doesn't really grow, right? Because they but don't they shave. But they bleed. They do bleed. They Is bleed. the blood just sitting inside their bodies? Stuff. Yeah. They do drink stuff. And then... T- We've had so many conversations know, about what is vampire know. poo, what is vampire. You mean is it is the blood just inside? Just it's just gross sitting. old blood. It's just <laughs> sitting. <laughs> That's, what is that, Kelly? That's what happens when a man vampire comes ejaculates. <laughs> yeah. It's just like powder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, I thought okay. Here's the thing. Mm. So we know that we've got like insecure kind of bad parts of Xander in mm. one part. And then we've got like confident, take charge, knows what he's doing with his life, Xander mm. is the other part. What? It felt mm-hmm. weird to give the line, I need her, to the like loser, Xander. Unless that's supposed to be a signal of his weakness. I think it is supposed to be a signal of his weakness. Wait, when he's talking or- about who... Or it's a symbol. Yeah, Anya, he's talking to Willow, and then and then Willow's like, "Really? Which fuck you, Willow?" And she's like, I mean, "Can you, you only imagine? Now thinking- can you imagine if she said I love her about Tara and and Buffy said really? Yeah, like Willow's head would explode, and then she would do magic on everyone. Yeah, I know. Like, seriously, <laughs> that's so disrespectful. But we know that been together for over a year. Yeah, Willow though has a little bit of Willow exceptionalism sometimes. So yeah, but it's mean. she's like America. Mm-hmm. Do whatever she wants, and don't you dare criticize. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of took it as this redeeming thing because that mm-hmm. ca- like dumb Xander is like you need to euthanize this person because yeah. like, they just can't exist in the real world. And so like having this thing where he's like realizes like I need her. I need this person. I need this relationship. There is something a little redeeming about yeah. that because it is like ultimately humanizes him, you know, and, stuff. and once you realize he is just like all the bad parts and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, OK, I get it. This is like, you know, not real. like this shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so it's it's. It is interesting that they gave it to the dumb, the dumb part and not the mm-hmm. smart part. But though I guess the smart part did the thing. Like he's telling his friend Willow about how he needs Anya, and then smart Xander is getting Anya in a room and being like, "This is what I provided for you. I love you." Or what? I don't know what he said. Yeah, and, like and, that- yeah, and he can express empathy and like. Yeah, I was right. like, he was, yeah. by the end of it, I was like, "Why did we need the dumb Xander? Like, just fucking shoot that one in the head oh my God. and like let smart Xander like. I mean, why? Like, yeah." I mean, well, I guess, isn't it like if you kill one, then both die? Yeah, they oh. didn't say that. So they can't do that. Mm. And, but also, Damn, isn't that, but maybe that's also like life, right? Like you evolve into the smart Xander. Ideally. Because he is like 20 <laughs> years old, 19 years old. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, smart Xander, it's boring. He is boring. So he, does, he doesn't have the fun mm. until we see them together and they're joking together. Right. So much joking. <laughs> like um, that thing could have been half as long. It was... I think they wanted to really take advantage of the fact that they had access to a twin. Yeah. And that they could put them together and have them be touching and like be so close together and all that. Would have been better if Anya did take them into the back, into like the, uh, what is it called? The training room. Yeah. I would have rather that they really did it than her like begging Talk for, it. for so long. I, yeah. I was like, I don't need that. What all I need 
is all three of them walking out of the training room, like them being like, where, where, are, where's the Xanders? And then they walk out done. And everyone could be like, wow, gross. Let's do the spell. That would have been great. <laughs> but we don't live in that world. No, we live in a different world. <laughs> um, um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else about this episode. We got to talk. His pants are so distracting. Oh, I was very distracted by collared Xander's baggy pants. It was, it was the, the look. Of the time. It was oh, the look. Yeah. The whole Xander's whole stash, like fashion, both the dumb and the smart Xander. Yeah. Because the thing Very is, weird. the uh, dumb Xander wears clothes that don't fit him that are not tucked in. Collared Xander wears clothes that don't fit him, but they are tucked in to themselves. But like he that tucks the, the shirt style. in. It was. Yeah. yeah. To have a big baggy shirt that's tucked into big baggy pants. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I remember in high school, it was like nerd. Like we would yes. have nerd day. It would be like, you would wear skinny jeans. Yes. Yeah. I you remember would pick that. And you'd be like, ah, now Mari, I'm such a dork. And yeah. Like, no, now that's what everyone wears every yeah. day. Yeah. I was obsessed with baggy pants. I wanted to wear baggy pants all Did day. Did you long. wear Jenkos? My mom didn't let me get Jenkos because mm-hmm. she thought they were too baggy. She was right. They're yeah, ridiculous. They're ridiculous. I liked, though, yeah, like a baggy look. Like a stovepipe. Yeah. yeah. I was into that. I liked that. I, I dreamed of Jenkos, but no. No. <laughs> um, I also like, had some carpenter pants with. Loved a carpenter pant. Little things so I could a little hammer. Loop. Oh, with the yeah, hammer. The little mm-hmm. and little pockets. Yep, and yeah. little pockets mm-hmm. and little, yeah. Um, I liked them in a jean. I liked them in a khaki. I liked them in every way you could get them. Yes. Um, I just remembered another reason why Anya is not the best. Why? Even though I like her, she sits there and reads while everyone else moves. That was a lot. I will say, <laughs> I moving is like my one of my least favorite activities. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I really hate carrying stuff. Like, I just don't like it. You're not into moving? <laughs> you don't like it? <laughs> no, but, like, some people would, like, rather... I don't know. There's. I would rather run a marathon untrained than move. <laughs> wow. I hate carrying stuff. I hate carrying stuff. I hate wearing regular clothes while I'm carrying stuff and yeah. sweating. Like, I don't like... It's stressful. Everyone's mean. No one's happy. Like, yeah. it sucks. And, like, the best you can hope for at the end is some pizza. Like, yeah. then you have to unpack. Like, fuck moving. I hate it. Interesting. My, when my dad moved out when I was a kid, this is why it's loaded. Uh, like, <laughs> and maybe this oh, is why. Origin story. But he moved like in, and, and then he stayed in the same place for a long time. But like he moved maybe like eight, I don't want to exaggerate. He moved like five times Holy in shit. like maybe five years. It was like every year he would get That's a new lease a in a lot. new place and then like move. So he lived in, he, he lived like tiny apartments, big house. Like he just would move a lot. And so we would, have to move him and he didn't have that much stuff i mean it would fluctuate depending on how big his house was mm-hmm. but we'd move and one time and this was one of the last moves that i was in town for mm-hmm. we came and we had just gotten like one of the last loads we had all of those left was like this stupid lazy boy that hurt everyone's fingers every time we moved it because it had all these springs and we get downstairs and my brother is sitting on the lazy boy reading the newspaper oh my god and it was like are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. So it really like tr- seeing Anya reading her magazine was like, you don't get to read today. Yeah. Reading is a happy activity. You don't yeah. get happy activities. Be miserable. And she's right that Buffy can move more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that Anya needs to move her percentage or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you should always be carrying something. Yeah. If, she's, if she's not carrying something, she needs to be putting things into boxes. Like she needs uh, to but be that's still copying out. It is copying out. I um, am very um, sorry. I just I love how deeply personal hate, that yeah. moment was for you. Yeah, like it was it, real. It was it, 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 it was it just called back to something in your life in such a real way. Yeah. In such a specific way. 
Something you're clearly not over. I mean, guys, I'm in my first L.A. apartment (laughs) 10 years later, almost (laughs) 10 years later in the same. I have not moved. Hey, but you got that nice rent. I got good rent. There's yeah, other with reasons that, that nice I, rent. I got, that nice, I got rent. nice rent, <laughs> nice rent, and it's controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are other reasons I haven't moved, but yeah, no, I don't like carrying stuff. Yeah, like I would rather be poked. I'd rather be stung by bees. Seriously, for how long? Uh, one bee for every box. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one how many bees box. are left, so it's yeah. perfect. <laughs> It'll be perfect. We'll get you outside, slather you in honey. You'll get it. It's all the bees in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes so much sense as to why this scene angered you so much. Yeah. It made me so annoyed. That's her. like such an insight in how to write characters. Yeah. I think, you know, yeah, I'm going to totally. use that. I'm right, going to steal that. It. Yeah. You got to have some deeply personal yeah. thing. Because also, I mean, maybe it feels like, I don't mean to therapize you. You're welcome to. But... Perhaps you feel like as far as carrying the emotional weight of your parents' divorce, mm-hmm. you feel like maybe you've carried more than your brother has. Yeah. Oh, I shit. No. Shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, <laughs> you, John is fuck, sitting back wide. And Kelly, that is impressive, but you've also known me a very long time. <laughs> Wait, can I try? <laughs> can I, I, I want to try. I want to okay, try. Okay, okay. Okay. What do you think? So, wait, how do I do this? Uh, <laughs> uh, you want to fuck your brother no, no shit no no no, shit. no 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 all right I fu- no. wait i want to i'll come back to me come okay. back to me <laughs> i will say i listened to your episode of teen creeps oh, can i okay. cross pollinate yeah sure and you guys were talking about siblings mm-hmm. and that feeling of like scarcity mm-hmm. that happens and you're talking about resenting your little sister mm-hmm. and is that an okay word to use yeah sure okay. no totally um and it's funny because i also am messed up from having a little brother mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but, I, but, I, but it's different like whereas i never felt like it was scarcity as much as like my duty yeah. to take care of him so it was like this like worry that he wasn't going to be okay mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, i mean the resentment comes from like i'm always worried about you and trying taking care of you and giving you all my money like no that's not true but like if if my parents like gave us both an allowance and stevie spent his, his on the first day and i still had like 20 bucks mm-hmm. i would give him ten dollars and be like let's go buy candy or whatever yeah do you know what i mean Versus, you are very good with that well yeah or like uh unhealthy with you know what I mean? like it's not always good to yeah. do that so like that was my dynamic which does build resentment later when like he's reading a newspaper when it's time to move furniture or like mm-hmm. other things and you're just like who are you like do you know and then you're like do you know what i've done for yeah you? which is not healthy either like yeah, when you're was, banking all that resentment yeah every like, when i was time. a kid this is, we're getting into like actual therapy stuff. No, but when mm-hmm. I was a kid, one of our and it was like a family joke. But you know how like family jokes are sometimes just mean. Yeah, it was family- <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> our family joke was like, "Oh, Ryan's little mama," and uh... I felt that way. Like I felt responsible for him. I felt like, and that's not like no. A kid needs to be a fucking kid. Yeah, like a kid needs to not worry about mm-hmm. us. Like, but that happens so much. Oh, totally. I. I- yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I've had, like, I had a girlfriend whose younger sister was LD, mm-hmm. you know, learning disabled, mm-hmm. and like it was a thing, and she got drafted into being bonus parent. Yeah, and you know, you can see it in her own life where it's like she said yes to things she shouldn't say yes to. She she uh, took on work that she didn't want to do, mm-hmm. and it just 
you know, I mean, it comes back yeah. to uh, desire and obligation. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Too much in obligation and you're going to be very frustrated mm-hmm. and resentful, you know, understandably so. Yeah. Because yeah. well, it's one of those things where you can believe like in the principle of what you're doing. Like I want to give. But everybody wants to be appreciated for what they do. Yes. Totally. Yeah, but family is not about being appreciated. No. Yeah. Family is like the fucking opposite. <laughs> family is about like you do something nice and the other person says, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. And like. You yeah. do something nice and you keep doing something nice until you don't do it. And they're like, why aren't you doing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I haven't had to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then it explodes. <laughs> I will, do you remember how many times I didn't snap at you when yeah. you were a jerk? And it's like, no, I don't. Because you didn't. Yeah. You didn't. Um, I will be fair and say that I was not ever expected to mother my sister. Mm-hmm. So my, I'll give my parents that credit. Great. Good for them. <laughs> well, because well, your mom stayed home with your sister. Mm-hmm. She stayed home for my sister. No, and my mom was, it wasn't like my mom, I wasn't like babysitting my brother from a young age. Like, it wasn't like my mom was like, you're in charge. But it, I would fill mm-hmm. whatever vacuum I perceived. Mm-hmm. And I also like to be bossy. Like, it's, you know, it's not all like, I'm not Mother Teresa. Like, mm-hmm. this is me. For sure. Yeah. But it was, yeah. So it was funny to hear you guys talk about it because it's an interesting thing. Yeah. The scarcity. I think the scarcity is still part of it. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, like, there were certain things like time um, or atten- certain kinds of attention that I was like, okay, well, I'm not getting this. So mm-hmm. I have to like give it to Stevie mm. and then and then we'll and then somehow like that'll make things better. Yeah. Like if I feel like my parents no, they didn't ignore us. They were just like they didn't ignore us even a little. I so I'm not trying to mm-hmm. say that, but like the certain like certain like letting me make up games. Mm-hmm. So like I would do things be like, Stevie, do you want to make up a game? And like <laughs> make him make up a game. Like that doesn't make me like that's not giving me the thing I want to do. Yeah, but it's like I'm providing this thing to someone else. Yes, no, th- that's totally like a, true. But then you're never really getting the thing. So no. like that's that obligation desire kind of too. Is like if what I wanted was this thing, then I should have just done that thing for myself mm-hmm. instead of being like, oh, I'll give that thing to someone else. That's something that people do a lot, though. It's like where they, if they feel like they're not. And I, I've seen this with people that are in like relationships too, where like they feel like they're not getting a certain thing from a person that they expect to be getting it from. So they'll do it a lot. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, that'll like either set the tone or like mm-hmm. they'll do it in reciprocity. Yeah. But a lot of times it doesn't end up working. Like, yeah. And I've had that done to yeah. me by partners where I'm like, like, <laughs> you, and you're like, stop it. I'm like, stop. I'm not going to do this for you. Like, I don't know why you keep, like, attacking me with your affection. <laughs> why are you... Ouch. Well, but it does... What, do you love me or something? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I've actually talked about this with my mom, but, like, it's totally true. It's, like... And it happens... It's in my brain, like, wrong. It's one of those things I have to, like, remind myself isn't true. But, like, that... The golden rule. Do unto others as you would have... The inverse is not true. Yeah. If you do this to other people, they don't owe you no. anything. Right, right. Well, you can't... You can't... You can't do things with the expectation that it'll get you something, you know, right? Or typically. even like to set a tone because, like, sometimes, like, this happens to me at work where, like, I feel like I'm a certain kind of employee or a certain kind of coworker. Not, I don't not, I'm not talking about people above or below me, but like sure. my peers. Like, I will alert them of deadlines or whatever. Like, I feel like I'm a certain kind of peer, and so I want them to treat me the way I'm treating them. But that's not fair. Like, yeah, they didn't. St- 
Well, you can do it with the. I mean, it's you can do it with the hope that. I mean, like there. I think the idea of like karma, right, is kind of not a bad one. You can like. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with like alerting people of deadlines with the hope that someone would help you out yeah. in that situation. It's just that like you can't get. I mean, and I'm not saying you do this, but no, you no, just no. can't get mad at them if no, they don't. Like, it's, I more yeah, get like you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will like I let it simmer, and I will pocket it away, and it'll stay there, and then I'll always have that little resentment there. You and my mother would get along. <laughs> I don't think that was coming. No, I don't think so. Because he Not said it with like tears coming down his face. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am just constantly crying. He's been crying this whole time. Can, is, I feel like, I mean, I've, I feel like anytime I'm on the podcast with you guys, we get so like family stuff. Is that how it always Typical? is with you guys? Or is it just me? Um, am I bringing that energy? I think, well, th- actually there are some guests that we don't get deep with. Yeah. I think that you do certain, I think we are inclined to talk deeply about just like because we relate to these shows and you can't help but like look into more deeply like why do i relate to it in this way what does it elicit in me and then so and you bring a certain kind of like i think openness to like and willingness to talk about that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but i think we've certainly read from some guests like we're not gonna talk about i think people who are curious and like are interested in trying to go places with us like we're willing to go anywhere because mm-hmm. like these i mean that's part of the basis of it being a rewatch podcast is like yeah we've we know what these plots are we know where things are going there's no mystery to the show anymore sure mm-hmm. in some way so like it's really about how we relate to it and how we feel and that's so that's like the mystery that's really so, like, interesting yeah i feel yeah. like the meta meta story of this podcast is like kelly and i getting to understand how each of us feel about the show and like I how think, the other feels I, and i think also like there, of course, are, like, a lot of other factors at play as to, like, why Ryan and I have, like, um, become closer friends throughout this thing. Like, they're, you know, we're on a team together, like, all that stuff. But certainly, like, sitting down every week and, like, seeing how this piece of media is filtered to us mm-hmm. each and then talking about it has certainly, like, accelerated that for sure. Absolutely. I would say. Because, like, I would say that I know Ryan really, really well. I mean, and I think with certain guests, like we have guests. <laughs> We're going to call them out. First name, last name. <laughs> no, I'm saying like certain guests are just like, here, here's the thing. I think that you, and again, I know you mostly in this room. Yeah. <laughs> and the one time we had lunch together. And one work. time, yeah, that's true. Listen, yeah. what you know um, about, John brings whatever, the secrets, they're right here. Okay. <laughs> but I okay. feel like the kind of people who would want to talk about real shit at the bar over some beers are the same people who want to do it in this room. Sure. Yes. So like they're the people who would want to talk about the last episode of Westworld and those people, we can talk about the episodes of Buffy in that way, you know? Yeah. And that, and we enjoy that kind of talk and we try to mix it up with our guests and stuff. But like, if you're the kind of person who likes to go a little deeper, like we're ready. We're ready. All right. Sometimes we, All right. <laughs> there was one time in particular. Oh my God. I wonder who you're talking about. I, and it's not the person's fault. And because I, I felt in the moment like the guest wasn't into it. And then it, upon re-listening, I was like, okay, he, it was more than I thought. But we started talking about death, like really <laughs> hardcore and like what we wanted to do at our funerals. What do we wanted to do with our bodies after we die? <laughs> and like, but like in a serious, like Seriously, real. though. Um, and I thought he was into it. At the time, I was like, I don't know that he's into it. And then I listened back and I was like, no, he was he was into it. And he contributed some really interesting things. And so, like, it became a listenable thing. You were projecting. I think it – well, it's scary. Everyone's going to die, guys. Yeah, it yeah. is scary. Not me. But Not you. Yeah. 
Because I'm the best podcast guest. <laughs> I think that's like the, what you're trying to say, right? Yeah. Trying yeah, to sum up. You'll, you're immortal I, now. I, yeah. <laughs> I definitely think that's what you were fishing for. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's very clear that that's what you were fishing oh, for. Oh, yes. That's another thing I know about John. You know what he's fishing for. It is <laughs> <laughs> so clear. Because I'll say like, I'll ask a question and I'll be like, the right answer is that I'm the best podcast yeah. guest. Well, he'll just say what he wants to hear and then pause and say, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's very easy just to be like, uh-huh. <laughs> Have you ever done that in a text where you send like sort of something that sounds more like uh, a harsh statement than the question that you should be posting? Mm. So you send one text and then you're like, don't you think? Or like, I'll be like, right? LOL. <laughs> or like, or I'll be like, question, question, question mark. Sometimes I I'll do, I did hard eyes at you last night because I was like, because mm. I wrote something fairly aggressive to you. And then <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. No, <laughs> no, it's just like... I'm gonna look through my messages. Okay, okay. This is the part where we read Kelly's text messages. I mean, it's always my favorite. Decide... Part oh, you did heart eyes. Oh, yes. I see what you were saying. We won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything makes it on the pod. No, we do have some secrets. <laughs> um, but do you want to guys want to talk about out of my mind? Yeah. yeah. There's some stuff in here. Okay, oh, yeah, we're on the show. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> We have not talked about Dawn at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is energy that came to life. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm well, going to bleep that. <laughs> oh, right now, a, she oh, just showed fuck. up as Buffy's sister. And everyone's like, so yeah, it's yet. always been Buffy's gotcha. sister. Gotcha. But um, it's weird because until this season, we had never heard of her. Right, right, right. I right. think in this episode, again, we touched on this uh, at her last appearance. Because I don't think she is super present. She's not really super present in mm-hmm. The Replacement. Um, she is written way too young for this actress. Because her, the things that she's doing in this episode, I'm like. like there are things she, like a 10-year-old does. The stethoscope thing. I was like, what? Like, even the oh, playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even the playing with the doctor and the doctor being like, the Dr. Dawn and all yeah. this stuff. It's like, no, you don't talk to a teenager that no, way. You talk if, to a child that way. If you talk to a teenager that way, I'm like, are you fucking touching my kid? Like, what is going on? Like, when he's like, oh, I've been hanging out with Dr. Dawn. I was like, mm, gross. Yeah, gross. Ben, you're disgusting. Well. Is he a recurring yeah. character, the doctor? We'll <laughs> see him again. Ooh, okay. I'm right. Uh-huh. right. Um, also, the serial pricing was another one. Like, Oh, God, what? yes. 14-year-old doesn't know you pour the cereal in a big bowl. Yeah. Why, Why are you is she making five bowls? small bowls of Wait, cereal? But that's crazy. Yeah. Everyone knows you just put your hand in you the just, box. You just contaminate you just, the entire yeah. thing with your paw. Yeah. Uh, I would never do that. I know. Okay, eat here's the thing. Cereal Riley's like the, the thing. Uh, I think we uh, know. Ryan is the OCD version. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Stevie would do that. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> and I would get so mad. Yeah. And I'd be like, <laughs> do you realize that I'm not yelling at you right now? <laughs> um, no, so he, when she's doing, like, I was so furious. I was like, yeah, I can't believe that you expect me to believe. And the prize isn't even cool. Like, it's oh, back in the day, sometimes you would get like, like a color changing spoon. Yeah, it was, co- or like, I remember the color changing spoon. I had a whole set of those. Or like, there's some things that are cool. It's a sticker. Yeah, yeah that was, it looks like a Cracker Jack prize. It was like, or like yeah. a um, temporary tattoo. That's what yeah. it looks like. Okay. But that'd be kind of dope. Oh my God. How dope would it have been if in the next scene she just had a temporary <laughs> tattoo on her cheek? Like right under her eye. Like, where, like a yin yang? Yes. Like where you put a teardrop if mm-hmm. you murder someone in prison. Yeah, but like a yin yang, which means you're peaceful in prison. <laughs> it's like there yes. can't be good without evil. Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I was disgusted with her behavior about that cereal. I, it's hard because I've seen Michelle Trachtenberg in other things and liked her. 
But she's also but been she's, older and stuff. Yeah, kind of she's stuff. she's been age appropriate. Like yeah. even Gossip Girl, like she's playing. Maybe she's playing younger because they're all like twenty in their twenties playing teenagers. Mm-hmm. But like, it was a pro- like she played age appropriate in this. It's just she's written s- just it just feels wrong. And maybe it's supposed to feel wrong on some level. Yeah, maybe. I would say that yeah, and even in the later seasons, yeah, she's easier to watch. Yes, there's just. I don't know if it's a result of her, of maybe it's a mix of like what she's bringing to this specific mm-hmm. role and like how she's being directed to play as like a young yeah. child, but it's just not working for me. And if we're supposed to be thinking she's dangerous, I don't think we're seeing that yet. No, no. Um, also, Riley has a stake with a silver handle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which means he spent money on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He is. Okay. I mean, Here's he's a another commando thing. man. Yeah, he's a commando man. And also, like, I couldn't help but feel for him here, too, where he's, like, trying so hard. Because he does. It's true. The things that he points out about Buffy, that she's untouchable and that she just keeps. Because she is always going to keep her duty as Slayer and her journey as Slayer as number one. Yeah. And he can't touch that. And she can't be a partner to him in the way that he needs. Right. And so when he's like, I can't touch you. And, like, his. I felt so bad for him where he's like manically trying to like be doing the thing that she's doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just reminds me of like, uh, like, let's say, remember when you were saying like, what if you were on vacation in Europe with your girlfriends and then your boyfriend shows up? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. We were, it's I was, that. I've gave that test to all my girl, like all my female friends. It's like, what if, like, let's just play this hypothetical game. (laughs) What if we were all on a European vacation, like, just a girl's trip, and then on the second day of the trip, your boyfriend showed up? Is that romantic? Who says, yeah? I mean, not who personally, but, like, what kind of- None of of my friends. Yeah, because that's not okay. No, because then you're just like, why are you- But then I came up with a fantasy scenario that is the best one, which is he shows up on the last day of the trip- Adds a weekend in Paris mm-hmm. and already called your boss. Yeah. If, <laughs> you know, if he was like, look, I got it set I invented up. a fantasy man who is perfect. No, he's perfect. Because then he's like, don't worry. Like, I got a cat sitter. The cat sitter is going to be doing that. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, he, I hired oh, a maid service to clean did. the house. I was just Yo, thinking that. Yeah, I was like, the house that. is going to be clean. House is clean. Um, I got you a new duvet. It's yeah. in your bed. Um, I, I went to your Amazon shopping cart. Yeah. And I just bought everything yeah. that you had saved for later. I, I like weirdly found your wish list. I don't know. And I bought everything. <laughs> it's on its way, but it won't arrive until after you get back. <laughs> uh, and here's the first edition of your favorite book. Yeah. Here, here's that. Um, uh, yeah, we're we're just going to go on this like whirlwind thing. Everything's mm-hmm. taken care of. And um, like and I'll leave the hotel when you want some alone time. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go for a walk for like two hours every day. <laughs> Um, just like in France, because that's like where I am. And I'll come back with a baguette and flowers. Yeah, a baguette and some lavender. Ooh, or a bouquet of baguettes. Oh, hello. <laughs> bouquet of baguettes. Bouquet of baguettes. <laughs> I think we found the dream guy. Yeah, I, think he's pretty- I, I mean, we didn't find him. We invented him. We invented him. We got to weird science it, because otherwise I don't think... He doesn't. He's not really a person. He just does things that's for true, you that you that's, want. <laughs> that's the other thing that's true about this guy, and about some things that we will see mm-hmm. in terms of uh, inventing the person that you love on the show, mm-hmm. which maybe I can save. But uh, yeah, it's it's actually not attractive to be with someone who has no uh, ambition other than to please you. No, it's fucking boring. <laughs> it's fucking boring. Oh, and also, it's like, what shit. do I? Yeah, <laughs> oh, women don't like that. Uh, 
cool, like, cool, 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 have cool, your cool. own shit, man. Yeah, have your own shit because, <sighs> dear God. Like, don't forget, like, that I'm around. There's such a happy medium there. Mm-hmm. Have your own shit, but also, like, be really impressed with my shit. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be a mm-hmm. fan of me. Be a fan of me, but, but also a fan of shit. yourself. Oh, my God. <gasps> See, Should I don't, put that I don't know, though. <laughs> I think there's some value in, like, dating someone who's, like, ambivalent about you and, like, constantly, like, you know, denying you affection, you know, and like, because then you get to chase them and then, yeah. you know, you know, hopefully turn them around and then that's the ultimate rule. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one day it'll happen. I know it will, but it will. you know, you know, soon. I, I hope. Soon. <laughs> have I talked about the Tao of Steve on this podcast before? Oh Ooh. my God. I, have you seen I it? I have seen yeah. the Tao. I, I saw, yeah. Uh, the Tao of Steve, it's a movie. Okay. Starring Donald Logue. Okay. Logue. So good. It's his first movie, really. Oh, I don't like notice. his first big role. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. You should I don't I guess it's on DVD. I have it on yeah. VHS. <laughs> <laughs> um but it uh is this guy who's like kind of schlubby mm-hmm. who is like uh a, a Casanova. Like, yeah, he's, he's just a ladies able man. he's yeah. a ladies' man. Mm-hmm. Um and people look at him and they're like, How are you a ladies' mm-hmm. man? He's like, Well, he's got these rules. Mm-hmm. The Tao of Steve. Yeah. Oh. Like, um, be awesome in her presence. Is yeah. Like, that's like the one that always stuck with me. Yeah. Know? or like, And also the idea there's so like one of them is like be awesome. Um, uh, we've, we were, uh, go against things that retreat from us. Mm. Oh shit. There was another one. But essentially if you follow this thing, you will also be a better, happier person. Yeah. And people want to be around People who have their shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, okay, I'm not saying that, like, messes aren't attracted to messes, because they are. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you figure your shit out, mm-hmm. people want to be around that. Right. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I, mean, I think, but I also, I think the what you're saying is 100% true. I think what can go be frustrating for some people is they interpret it as, like, Oh well, I need to like be totally 100% well adjusted before I can date. Yeah. You know or I like I need to work on me before I can date. And like you hear a lot of people in their 20s say shit mm-hmm. like that and like it I guess in your 20s it makes sense to a certain degree. But like once you I, I'm early 30s. Like once you hit your early 30s, you're like I'm like fucked up. Like I know how I'm fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like starving and eating out of the gutter. I can still date. You know what I yeah. mean? And I think it's like such a it's such a a trap. To be like, okay, once I hit this perfect spot in my life, I can date or I can. Well, you're never gonna be perfect. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But I think it's important to note that, like, when you what you were saying is like acknowledging your vulnerabilities, Mm -hmm. right? And having like a plan in place where you're kind of like, oh, but like I'm working on this thing, I'm working on that thing. As long as you're like still actively working on yourself, and I think the goal should be that you're always doing that. Yeah, they are always. But to have direction and be like, okay, this these are the things that like about myself that. I know are like problem areas for me. Right. But I yeah. think if you, it's a, it's very chicken egg, but if <laughs> you don't believe that you're deserving of love, yeah, you're not going to be able to do the things that you need to do to be a good partner. Yeah. So like it, but that doesn't mean that you just like throw your hands up and you're like, I guess I'll wait till I love, I'm able to love myself. Yeah. Right. Like that's, yeah. 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 That's the giving up. Like, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but because it's all, it, yeah, because you, because you also can't find the things I don't believe in like the everyone's walking out around half a person. I don't think so. No. Like, oh God, no! You know They're what I mean? Like, no, none of us need anyone yeah. else. Like the end of Jerry like, Maguire is a tragedy. I've never seen that movie. There are a lot of movies that I say I haven't seen them, and then you do that sigh. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I just thought it was a, 
everyone. No, it totally. It's like a famous. There's a famous line. You had me at hello. That's also, but that's that's the problem. Okay, so he pooping in and out forever. I know the lines. Okay, so he he (laughs) breaks up with her. So essentially, they get together. He she's a super cute kid. He falls in love with the kid. He likes her. Okay, but he like loves the kid. He loves being a dad. He likes the family dynamic. But he he's and eventually she's like, "You're not in love with me." He's like, "Yeah, yeah," and he leaves. Yeah. And then he comes home and gives a fancy speech. There's a big football game. Don't worry about that. And then he <laughs> says, like, you complete me. To her. Uh-huh. No, her life completes him. Like, what she, what the, but, the wait, life Kelly, that he you, gets to I have. I haven't finished you, ha- you haven't seen okay. the movie, okay. though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she's like, you complete me. And then she's like, and she just kind of looks at him. And she tearfully, and this is the famous part of being like, you had me from hello. Uh-huh. And she says it again in case. The cheap in case you forgot, it. okay, cheap you seats. had me from hell because she was going to take him back no matter what he did. Oh my god, yeah, that's a nightmare. I mean, no, he no, is no. Tom Cruise, so he's like handsome yeah. and charming and stuff. But like, no, that's yeah. a mess because no, she he doesn't <laughs> love her. He loves who I he mean, gets to be around. Here's her. the thing: I love Ugh. Cameron Crowe movies like a lot. Okay, even Aloha. I have not seen Aloha. Ooh. Should I, I? Okay, so maybe I'll just say there are many Cameron Crowe movies that I count among my favorite movies. Okay, say anything singles I really like, mm-hmm. and they have romantic relationships and romantic moments that like make fill your heart. Like they mm-hmm. feel like big romantic things. All of them feel. None of them are are happily ever after moments. Right. So there, each of those movies. If I watch moments? in a more cynical mood, I'm like. Pfft. Six months. <laughs> Each of those ways, I'm like, mm-mm. Now, if I'm in a better mood, I'm like, oh, they'll work it out. They'll figure mm-hmm. out their shit. But I think that's more real. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that Buffy and Riley, they are not, they're not prepared to slog together. No, they're not. Like She certainly is not prepared to slog with him. She's like, step up. Be rom- be my love. And it's like, uh, okay, God, okay, and like, how awkward is it every time he says that he loves her, she's just like, uh-huh. Nightmare. Nightmare. He yeah. keeps saying, why does he keep saying it? Stop saying it. In the hope that she's going to say it back. Yeah, we just I talked know. about we this. We just said that. We just talked about that. Okay. Okay. It's, everything is Riley. Riley is everything. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting to me how, like, TV and movies and general pop culture, or general culture, it, like where we are right now, doesn't really acknowledge the cons, the, the, your 20s as a stage of development mm-hmm. um, in the way that it, it exists in real life. Like so many movies and TV shows treat 20 year olds in love as if it's like real actualized adults who might be together forever. And sometimes mm-hmm. it does happen. I have a yeah. lot of friends that met in their 20s, you know, but like in real life, your 20s are kind of like they're a unique stage. And I think like the show Girls does, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of your feelings about it, it is about people in their 20s. Yeah. And, you know, all the bullshit that comes along with that. And, you know, the idea of like characters being together forever who meet in their 20s is like the most unrealistic thing. Like yeah. for most people, it's like a time where you like have – a year, two years, three years, whatever. Then you find someone else, or you're single for a while. It's like you're you're finding yourself as who you are as an adult, and like it it is so strange to me. Maybe because it's stuff that's being written by forty year old. That's what it is in that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like there isn't this acknowledgement that like shit in your twenties may last longer than when you're a teenager, but it is still probably not. Who, you're not going to be who you are for the rest of your life in your twenties. Yeah. 
But are you ever going to be who you are for the rest of your life? No, but by your th- like, like personality wise, I think it's like I, I think you you start to solidify a little bit more as you get older. I don't know. So you're like a gel. I felt in that your way 20s. though. In, I felt that way in every phase of my life though. So like I have you are no reason to be. think that, yeah. like, when I'm 38, I won't feel that way. No, I would be like, changes. oh, now I got it. Right. Now I'm in. Right, right, And then right. when I'm 45, I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Guys, guess what? This is it. Yeah. And then I'm 55, and I'm like, uh, all that other stuff was kind of kidding. Right. <laughs> now I really know. Like, I think it's always an evolution toward – I mean, what's what's sad, I think, on some level is that it gets an evolution, and then your body starts to fail you. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> right, I think – figure it out. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I feel like – I think in some ways, and maybe it's because I'm in my 30s, like – 30s feels like a peak time to figure that shit out because like my body hasn't fallen apart yet but I, so I could still I could still do whatever mm-hmm. I mean I don't have any money but like <laughs> I could like my I still have potential for adventures sure whereas when I'm 70 if I figure out that I should be a painter I'm out of luck yeah if I figure out that my real need is to live in Nepal, I'm out of luck. But I also don't think you'll be asking yourself those questions in your 70s. That's what I mean is that like those are like prime 20s questions or late okay, 20s, right early 30s Okay, but right now, both questions. of those things are crazy. Anyone who knows me is like, you don't have, you couldn't. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> the fact that you're asking those questions or thinking about those questions is I think kind of what defines like, like your 20s are like, Kind of like teenage years part two, where it's like, I can do anything. And then you're like, no, actually, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, and, and like you're searching for something to kind of attach yourself to. Yeah. Which is why we have like longer, more stable relationships, you know? Yeah. I wonder if it's different to, I mean, cu- generationally, but also culturally within this country, like a 27 year old who has had several long term relationships versus a 27 year old with, a three-year-old child is a different person. Yeah. Totally. So I think when you, because we're all childless. Yes. So like, (laughs) that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother phase. That's a whole nother thing also that stops you from going to Nepal. Yes. I'm not going to Nepal, guys. Okay, great. (laughs) It's cold. Yeah. There, uh, there's, I I do want to go on a knitting tour. Some, like if I was, became a billionaire, I want, because there's a bunch of different, every uh, culture has its own style of knitting. Really? So cool. Yeah, and uh, people in Nepal have like an interesting thing where they like do it over their Shoulders? shoulder, like and they knit with their hands, but the yarn like comes. So I would cool. love. To, so if I was a billionaire, I would go to every culture. Mm-hmm. So you may get a letter from me from Nepal someday. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what? This is the type of thing that makes me sad that we're not billionaires because it's like. We have simple desires. Like, that's all we want. Like, <laughs> like Ryan, you are pedestrian. No, I'm just saying, like, like people like us, like, we just want to be, like, fairly happy and, yeah. like, just, like, go on a knitting tour. Like, I want to, like, just go live in the woods somewhere and, yeah. like, not – it's – why won't someone just give, just give me, like, a million dollars? Just give me a million dollars. It's nothing. It's nothing to you billionaires. Just – it's nothing. And I'll be so happy. Well, um, <laughs> well, surprise! You bought a big <laughs> bag of cash. <laughs> if I ever have a billion dollars, I'll give you a million. If I had a billion dollars, I would give each of you a million dollars. Are you kidding me? It's nothing. Cool. Uh, uh, John's quiet. I'm this gonna is, this call is, my lawyer. Have that. <laughs> this is just up. like when you say "I love you" and you get uh huh, uh huh. Well, I was just thinking about what I would do with that million dollars. Oh my god! Oh my god! What if you had a billion dollars? Would you give us a million yeah. dollars? Oh oh oh! oh. So, I didn't even think that was some only child shit. Only child. <laughs> oh. 
Well, both of us instantly <laughs> would give we're like we're like yeah yeah and yeah. then waiting waiting so long oh and then we God. talked about how we were waiting yeah and we did a whole bit about it and then you said I'm thinking about what I would do with my million dollars oh, oh, oh child God um <laughs> yeah yeah you can have a million dollars sure sure oh, if I was a billionaire yeah yeah well I just it's just like the concept of me being a billionaire is so insane yeah. that I can't even like conceptualize it so like uh, well if the dollar falls really far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of us could be billionaires. <laughs> we could do it. Yeah, it was just like one billion dollars for a loaf of bread, please. <laughs> be like the fucking Weimar Republic. We're Nightmare. making kites out of dollar bills. Um. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> okay. Um, if you were like surprising your girlfriend with a new workout room, is it cool to tackle her to the ground? I okay. <laughs> Riley's behavior in this. Well, he's he's like having a manic episode. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but also that. And it's so they're not. It's in just tune. over eager that Buffy doesn't go. Well, but like, let's get you some. Wa-. Like instead, she's like, "Look at my room." It's like, no, like we need to pause. Pause. Like, yeah, something is up. Yeah, I mean, she That's does try how, to get him to the hospital. Ultimately. But eventually, after she finds out about his heart thing, but before that, she's just like, she's so selfish that she's just like, oh, like that was weird. You're being a little bit weird. But anyway, back to my thing about my room that you guys made for me. Yeah. <laughs> also, I wrote. Riley can't get his rocks off during the day, so fighting does uh, with fighting. So the next best thing is some pickup basketball. He's like in <laughs> denim. Yeah, <laughs> what is happening? They're the in- chafing and sweating. That's happening. Ooh, it's not good. <laughs> Do you think he's like not? He doesn't like shorts. <laughs> like I don't understand. I don't understand because like okay, lunchtime basketball. Sure, Fine. you're wearing jeans. Well, here's here's maybe what happened is that like he was just like prowling around like in a manic <laughs> a manic days and he doesn't he doesn't know these dudes no, at no, all. He's no. just some stranger. He's like, "Hey, hey, uh, uh let me play." And they're like, "Uh, yeah. I mean, you're wearing jeans." He's like, "I don't care. I'm really good at basketball." He's like, "What? You're saying I can't I can't yeah. basketball?" And he so grabs the ball. He's like, you, he joined this this pickup game and he's super aggressive." Yeah. No one is happy. No. But they're so <laughs> scared of him that yeah. they'll kick it that they'll he'll kick their ass. He's yeah. a big guy. That's oh, yeah. acting aggressive. Yeah. True. He's like, yeah, he's totally like in their faces. You're totally right. He's prowling around Sunnydale. <laughs> yes. like, he's like, what can I do? What can I do? He's like, <laughs> he's been kicked out of like four CrossFits already. Yeah. He's, he's like, oh, basketball, great. You know, he's got a timer for when the sunset happens. Yeah, he's, he's like, like oh, 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 what can I do? He's just like pounding espresso. Yeah. Like That's whatever, like student cafe. Dayquil. Yeah. He's pounding Dayquil. Yeah. Like our friend. Um, um, okay, so we talk a lot of shit on Dawn, but mm-hmm. did you notice her hair? No, it's like basket weave woven. When when like, is it uh, at the at the doctors and oh after. I didn't see so it's like pulled back, but then like the pieces are like woven. Oh, cool! Yeah, it looks that's. Stunning. I was like, good job, hairstylist. Yeah, they were good. Um, um, sorry to bring it back to Riley for one second. Oh, yeah. sure. Uh, this is something that I've noticed in movies, uh, movies and TV shows a lot is. I need to speak closer to the mic. Um, is is that uh, is one that, thing I've noticed? Um, is that as a way to signify that a character is like losing their mind or changing? Is that they they want sex too much, right? Yeah. So if, have you seen like The Fly with Jeff Goldblum? Like, oh, I haven't seen that. Like, it's this dude who's basically oh turning God, into... It's so fucking good. No, I heard it's very, very good. It's oh, so good. Oh, have you heard good. that? Like, what do you do when people tell you things are good? You just like, oh, that's great. I'll never watch it. Yeah. Uh, I'm like that's great, and then I go crawl into my bed and go to sleep. <laughs> um, uh, it, one of the ways to signify that he's like changing 
is that he's got increased stamina and just like a, becomes like a fuck monster. Yeah. And like, and he's this, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ugh. And the same with Lethal Riley. Combination. It's such a weird like thing that we all get. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, I don't know if it's like a prudish thing or mm-hmm. that like, it's like no one should be able to fuck this much. Like, I think it might be a prudish thing where it's like, um, we, we shouldn't want sex this much. Sure. So I think it's a mix. Cause like, yeah, partly, but I think that's also like a symptom of a manic episode. For sure. So like, I think it fits with his other behaviors. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's too much pleasure. It's yeah. just like, just and like, indul- it's like seeking, seeking, seeking. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like those, uh, mice that like will press the button until they die, like <laughs> cheese until they explode. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's like, it's like cocaine usually. Or yeah. Like, or something yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or like the shocking, like the pleasure centers of their brain. Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, and also, sweatiness that's the thing that indicates mm. there's a change with the character sweatiness well yeah especially he's having a heart because yeah, in film and television you don't usually get to see people sweat they he's keep it so mat. sweaty so sweaty i was getting very nervous because i always get nervous about heart stuff on mm. uh tv sh- shows because like it reminds me that like i have like a heart thing and when they were talking about tachycardia yeah. i was like oh fuck do i have to go back to the doctor like it was oh, a no. really creepy scary thing I don't listen, I like listening to heartbeats. I hate listening. Yeah. Like, it like it grosses me out so much. Oh, interesting. I, I wonder what that is. Uh, fear. I. It's mortality. Yeah. Because that's Do like you have a blood thing. I've uh, no. Like not if really. you get blood taken or something. Not really. No, I don't. I don't have like any real world things that. But like, I can't watch shows about surgery. Okay. Can't do any of that. Don't like to talk about eye stuff. Ooh, eye stuff creeps me teeth, out. Teeth stuff mm-hmm. or spine stuff. Yeah. Okay, well, don't watch Hemlock Grove, Ooh. the part where he changes into a wolf. No, thank no, you. No, it's not good. Or I think it's... Can I make a stand? Sure. Um, For the future, any television show that wants to put up a billboard that has a gross eye thing... Oh my God, Ooh, stop. Strain, I will burn yeah. you down. The strain, the strain that one that's the right one here. that was right here. For it was what? like a pokey in the eye thing. Oh, yeah, that sci-fi show or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't want to... Yeah, you got my attention, but now I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, the heartbeat thing is definitely like, that's the sound of that is something we associate with life. Yeah. And the absence of yeah, that I or like anything it. weird with it is- I find it comforting. You like it. hmm I get I mean, nervous because I- like mine I, the best. You like yours the best. Yeah. Your heartbeat. <laughs> well, because like, I, feel, I feel like I can find my rhythm. Like, no, I for like me, listening I'm like- to my breath. I like listening to my heartbeat. Listening to my heartbeat, I'm like waiting to try and see something is wrong. Well, yeah. you, but Do I have, have a heart an arith- Yeah. I was I, like, I have, if I was listening for an arrhythmia, I would probably would have liked it. No, I have a uh, sinus tachycardia. Okay. So I have the thing that he was, like, when they yeah. were like, 150, you're going to die. I was like, damn, that's like me when I'm nervous. So. And do you wear a monitor? No, I, I wore a harness for like two days to yeah. check to see if there's something wrong. There isn't. It's just something with my glands is wrong. I was with a friend on election night and he has an Apple Watch. And all night he was like telling us his heart rate. No. And it was so high, and I was like, "Buddy, it was very." He was very much like that. He was sweating, he had a heart rate, <laughs> right? And I was just like, uh, "You're giving us this information. Like, it makes me feel like I need to do yeah. something." Yeah. So I got him water. <laughs> we went for a walk. Aww. We tried to talk about non-election things. You so treated like, him you like your little brother. I did. Oh I my took gosh. care of him. Aww. But it was like it was like you're giving me like more factual like i can tell you're upset like i see this mm-hmm. and now i also have like data that you're upset mm-hmm. but I, I can't do mo- i, I yeah. can't change election results i'll tell you that yeah i can't go 4 years in the future and tell you like 
it's gonna be okay because i don't i don't know man yeah i was not prepared no me either Mm. um did you guys watch snl last night i Chappelle one i just watched the video of hillary clinton saying jesus yeah while i was on the toilet (laughs) there's a really good uh election night sketch oh good like that would be the second like if you had to watch two things it would be watch the whole thing but i want to watch the whole thing Dave Chappelle's buff right now. Yeah. He's really buff. It's just a comment I'm going to say. Cool. Um, now I just want to name Dave Chappelle movies and see if you see them. Like none. There's like I haven't three seen Dave any Chappelle movies. movies. I haven't seen any movies. Wait. what? There's Con Air, Half-Baked. Uh, Doesn't he there's, have a bit part as like a crack addict in a comedy? Yeah. Not that character that he plays on Chappelle right, no, no, no. Show, yeah, but like yeah, a yeah. similar... I've I'm seen Chappelle's show. It's entirely possible, yeah. Have you? Yeah, I, I think you've seen, seen more you've TV seen like, shows you're than... Like, I think I saw that Rick James sketch one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen the whole Chappelle show. Oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> I just, I think I'm more versed in TV than movies, for sure. Mm. Do you want to have a TV off? No, I'm just saying... <laughs> wow, Ryan no, is ready Ryan to is go. aggressive about no, this. Because I was thinking about it. I have spent way less time in my life playing video games. I play a lot. I of think that it, you could fill the t- the hours of your life that you spent. Play- like, so I don't think it's that I don't not do anything. I play video no. games. I just it's funny how often you're like, oh, I've heard that's good. And it's like, well, what would make you see a movie? It's just for me. There's you no need to like. I just don't have time because I'm I'm doing other. Yeah, there's a lot of t- movies. I guess in the media hierarchy in my brain, video games are like pretty high. It's like yeah. TV, video games. Movies, I guess. Do you get yeah. bored by movies? No. I just don't get as moved with movies as I do get with television because I enjoy a much longer form. Sure. Um, you form more of a connection to the characters. Yes. I sure. like coming back and seeing those characters again and again. Um, but I, there have been movies that I've really liked. I just, yeah, movies is just not up there for me. Mm-hmm. I watch them. I'm not anti-movie. It's Ryan just, disagrees. <laughs> I know. I mean, anti-movie would... I guess imply that you want movies to go away. Yeah, I don't want them. No, <laughs> which I don't think is true. <laughs> I just, yeah, I guess it's like uh, liking novels, but not reading short stories, which is okay. Mm-hmm. But it's also you're limiting the kind of fiction that you can have, mm-hmm. I'm not- and you're also limiting your ability to discuss pop culture. Yeah, like there's certain things in video games that I try to keep up on just so that I can be part of a conversation, a cultural mm-hmm. conversation, because it's important to be to be in that conversation. But it's also like that's a self-imposed thing. Yeah, and like I, yeah, yeah, I know like quotes and stuff from movies. No, I know <laughs> I. You quoted, I quoted Jerry um, Maguire to me, Maguire. even though you did Twice. not know. <laughs> um, well, yeah. there's one more quote from it. You probably know. Um, pooping back and forth forever. You that is not even in the top ten quotes of that movie. Okay, that's I, like I had just no idea. You love that was that's like your scatological. That's my occupation. Yeah. I am obsessed with poo. <laughs> um, uh, you have me at hello. There's like the, you haven't said the most famous one. I think you complete me. You complete. Think me. Cube, like it's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s quote. He won an Oscar. For the, I didn't even know he was in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen say anything? <laughs> I've not seen that. I know he holds a boombox above his head. <laughs> wow. We should watch it. Yeah, I'd love to watch it. You should just do a podcast <laughs> where you show her movies she hasn't seen. 
Um, two of my other friends who I think this is like a dig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they're like, we should have a podcast called Ryan's Seen It. <laughs> where someone comes in and uh, wants to talk about something and then you go, oh, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And then you can talk about it. I'm trying to think. I don't think there is a movie that I have seen that you have not seen. Um, you guys were talking on Teen Creeps. I haven't seen a lot of porn. There's like, uh, especially, uh, I've never seen Old Boy because it sounded like it would make me very upset. No, so you would get I very upset. Out. You don't like so, a lot of violence. Or- um, I don't mind violence. I don't like sexual violence. Mm. So any kind of, Okay. It's I don't love there, torture. I would say like rape worst, torture second. So like I don't mind there is a lot fighting. Of I don't mind fighting, but I don't like <laughs> people taking stuff. pleasure, especially if there's like a sensuality to that pleasure in other people's pain. Yeah, like, I mean it just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's a lot of sexual violence in old boy, but there's sex stuff in old yeah. boy. There's that's sex like stuff pretty fucking disturbing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. violence stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Like I've also <laughs> never seen and people talk about oh, what is the one where you like it's a it's another revenge movie that like you it starts with like a 20 minute rape and then you go back irreversible yes yeah i was like so many people i totally respect in terms of like film criticism and talking about film recommend that movie but i'm like i just think no wait it opens with a rape and then is it a revenge and she goes after him right or something no it's what it, it opens with monica bellucci being raped and it's okay. an eight minute rape scene mm-hmm. I, I've never seen this oh, okay. I was like a film student and like I read a lot about film criticism so I like I have a very I, I know a lot about shit I haven't even seen yeah um and then it goes backwards and it uh it tracks uh uh Vincent Cassell and another dude as they hunt down the rapist okay. or like yes yeah yeah Ugh. yeah yeah as they hunt down I, I don't I, I they hunt down the rapist and they bash his face in with yeah you know uh uh it's apparently very gruesome. Yeah. 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 But like, and it's weird because when I go, because I don't go every year, but when I go to South by Southwest, I will see any movie. Yeah. Like I've seen really bad, like things that I would never wish any other human to really? watch there. Um, I'm thinking of one movie specifically, but like. What movie? Serbian film. Ooh, God yeah. damn. What is it? You saw Serbian I film? With Holy my, what shit. happens with my it? best friend who's like a kindergarten teacher oh. who was at the time a, a kindergarten teacher. So were you guys just like horrified the whole well, time? Well, we it was a midnight feature and they were like, midnight feature. And we were like, oh, we'll just go. Because like that's the thing at film festivals or at least at that one, like you just fill your day. So you're just like, yeah. what is, there's a movie right now, let's go. So you see like six movies a day. Mm-hmm. And so we went to it. It's, I can't. I won't even say on a I'll thing look, that's recorded. I'll, yeah, okay, it's, I'll it's, look at it but it's, later. Notorious for being one of the most... And the filmmakers were yeah. there. So there was also this feeling of like, you didn't want to walk out of the movie. Right. But, so you felt kind of trapped. Um, <laughs> we all walked, and it was a midnight movie. So like, it's two in the morning as we're walking mm-hmm. out. And like, we're all kind of shell shocked and like looking at each other. And there was one guy who saw on uh, my friend's badge that it said that she worked at a school. And he was like, you can't tell anyone that you saw so, this movie. Wait. Uh, oh my God. Wait. Okay. I, I would say actually. The biggest compliment you can give to a horror movie director is to walk out of their movie. Yeah, I, he probably – well, okay, that was the other thing. Is he started – so there was like an interview with – okay, they also did – I can't remember what it was called because it was, it, was, uh, it was at Alamo Drafthouse. Yeah. Um, and so Tim League was there and was like presenting the movie. And they did this thing – I can't remember what it's called, but it's like called like a pepper shot where you spray – I think you put like – Lime in your eyeball? Oh, I think I've heard of or that. Something. Or something. So, like, that happened, and we were like, what is up? But also, like, we're in Austin, adventure. And then um, the the director of Serbian film came up. There are two guys 
uh, filmmakers, and they came up and were talking about it, and also talking about like um, the intensity of the film, and also like what it's like to be in a, a country that has been going through war. Yes. So like, yeah. So there was also like a respect to the filmmakers, but it, I, I will never forget. Like, I think that was like I, I've hit my quota. Yeah. I don't need. I don't yeah. need more. What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just read all about this. Um. Ah. Yeah. Let's talk about Spike kissing Buffy. Wait, I have a story. I have a okay. story. So, uh, 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 uh <laughs> I feel like dying. Um. Yeah. Just what you said reminded me of some. So, my sophomore year of college, uh, I went to me and a bunch of friends. Like it was the year Saw came out, and we. Mm. I don't know if you remember the original like trailers for Saw, mm. but like they were just like someone in a horrible situation. And then the, the the trailer would just say, "How fucked up is this?" And that was yeah. it. We were like, "What is this movie?" Yeah, we had no idea. That was like the beginning of torture porn. Exactly, yeah. like that, and like the hills of eyes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And so I went with a bunch of friends, and I took the girl I was dating at the time. Cool. And <laughs> she did not really know what this movie was. Oh, and we no. go, and like twenty minutes in, she's like, "Oh no! Why would anyone do this?" Yeah. And runs out screaming. Yeah. Not screaming, not screaming. But she uh, leaves. In she theater. leaves in tears, and I like go out after her. And it was opening night, Friday yeah. night at the Grove. Um, so I'm waiting in the bathroom, and this dude comes up and he's like, "Did your girlfriend just run out?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, well, I directed this movie. It was James Wan." Oh my and god! Like because they had got, I guess they were going around to different theaters, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, she, it was James Wan, like the dude who directed Fast Seven, mm-hmm. who's directing yeah. the new Aquaman. Aquaman think, is that his name? Yeah. Aquaman movie. Um, that can't be the name of the Aquaman. I mean, I, his I, name is Aquaman. Yeah. I just said it out loud for the first time. I, I love comic <laughs> You've only books ever and read stuff. it. Like, I've only ever read it. <laughs> yeah. Aquaman. Aquaman. He's like into water. I don't if know. If you picture Jason Momoa, it feels better. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. feels yeah. less silly. It, it You're is, like, okay, yeah. okay, he could be a god. Instead of things. like the blonde Aryan dude. Yeah, but, yeah. Jason Momoa. I get. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, and it was like they were like so jazzed and mm-hmm. so hyped, and like I think they probably knew then that it was going to be like a huge thing mm-hmm. um it was really it was like such a weird experience it was so it was did actually you guys go back in or no no that was we it. like yeah. rode that stupid trolley around the grove yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely uh a friend of mine and i we were like everyone's talking about this movie hostile mm-hmm. and we're like let's watch it and we start watching it and we're watching it with these guys who like when we would make this, I don't get these guys. We would like be like, oh God, they'd be like, can you just be quiet, please? I'm trying to enjoy the movie. You're like at, in a living room? Yeah, in a living room. What and the we fuck? were like, uh, calm yourself. Are and you then, dating these guys? No. Okay. No, no, no. And then um, it got to a certain part in the movie, and my friend and I just like look at each other and, and we just like turn it off. And we're like, yeah. I can't. Is it the. Yep. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. he falls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, that image is burned uh, into my brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that's no. so weird. I, the, I'm i a big fan of like, on one hand, if you go to like an art movie, you, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to a horror movie, it's fucking 11 o'clock at night, yeah. whatever. Two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. Who cares? Yeah. Fucking yell, scream. Yeah. Like just be engaged. You yeah. know, I'm a big fan of that. So it's weird to me when people are like, mm, no, I need to like. Also for Hostel? Yeah, Hostel of all movies. And we weren't yeah. even like, like we would just be like, oh God. Or we'd be like, oh no. But like, it's Hostel. And it was like in a living room. Like it was yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's that is weird. Um, I was like super into the Hostel movies in like college and mm-hmm. stuff like that because mm-hmm. like, it was like very anti-Bush and like very political mm-hmm. at the time. 
and like there wasn't a lot of pop culture that was like it's not like now where you have like pop culture like stuff coming out and being like very like on one side mm-hmm. you know back then it was like we were still kind of dealing with 9-11 and so there wasn't anything that was like critical and like mm-hmm. hostile was stuff that was like just dared to be even slightly subversive mm-hmm. and i was like so into it <laughs> even though it's like it's not good no, <laughs> like no, it's yeah. not good at all yeah interesting mm-hmm. uh, oh okay so i was a little bit like so when the way that buffy like indicates to the initiative that there's something wrong with Riley. Yeah. She's like, I know just what to say. And she just picks it up and she goes, Riley's in trouble. I, yeah. I thought that was like so lame. I don't know. I was hoping for like some cool, like coded thing. I had forgotten what exactly she says. So I was uh-huh. hoping she had said something like that would so caught. Cool. Yeah. That would, yeah. Like, or something like, um, I, like Bush did 9-11 or something <laughs> like, like really like weird and conspiracy theory to yeah. get them to, but I forgot. And she just goes like, Riley's in trouble. I was disappointed in that. But, yeah. I mean, I think that the military in general is disappointing because yeah. he has a contract with them. Yeah. So, like, it's weird that they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, we'll give you free medical treatment. Yeah. But also not expect you to work for us anymore. Like, what? It, what? You just are allowed to just hang out and be a college student? That was a little bit. Yeah. I in today's world, if this was made now, I would expect that the government would, like, do something to get rid of him. Because he's evidence of experiments they've done on people. Yeah, I would expect them to kill him mm-hmm. or deny him health coverage. Yeah, and just have like, him die. Or, yeah, they'll just be like, yeah, sorry, bro. You want to yeah. join up? Then you can have health insurance. You don't have yes. health insurance right now. Yes. Like, and but maybe it's I'm just so health care. Like, that's how I think of health care. It's big, <laughs> evil cabal. No, it's big evil. Um, but, yeah, so, like, it just felt weird. And Graham, okay, also, the makeup for his little punch face. Um, was just, like, someone took a handful of, like, eyeshadow and threw it on his face. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It was, but it was bumpy. I think there was liquid latex in yeah. it. Ooh, we know now about movie magic. Yeah. Ooh. We put an eyeball on a book. Yeah. So oh, that's we, right. You did your little liquid your, latex. Your, you did your little craft thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All your little Probably. projects. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, um, okay, also, Harmony has, I think she's in love with Buffy. Because she's doing a, bu- she looks yes. like Buffy. She also kind of looks like Buffy from The Wishverse. Yes, she does. Like, Henley's, mm-hmm. sensible pants. I would say more people ship Harmony Buffy than they do Riley Buffy. <sighs> Probably. How long does this character, well, I guess it's not to be a spoiler, but I- I'm not familiar with this character, Harmony. Like She's uh, around. She's around. Yeah. She's around in the way that Spike is around. And she's a vampire. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. In high school, she was not a vampire. She was a friend of Cordelia, who was like Queen Bee of high school. And mm. she was like Cordelia's like backup. So Cordelia would say something mean. And she'd be like, yeah, like what Cordelia just said. Like mm. She just like had not, never thought of herself. And then at graduation, she got turned into a vampire. And then came back to town, started sleeping with Spike. And he was kind of using her for sex. It wasn't very nice. Yeah, it was like she was he actively was very not her. respecting herself. Well, yeah. she doesn't. She's like, oh yeah, of course I'll fuck you, right? But like that, it's not. Oh, but even that felt like gross. Well, you felt gross when he. I thought it deflated his grossness. Her thing of being like yeah. sleeping with you is nothing to me. Like that's what I saw it as. But but it was also like, yeah, obviously I'm going to give you something in return. 
Oh, yeah. I I saw it more, and I don't know the character well enough, so, yeah. you know, but, like, I saw it more as, like, oh, I was going to sleep with you anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I like that intro. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw her as, yeah, like, I was going to sleep with you anyway, and also, like, he that he thinks sleeping with him is like this big thing. Yeah. And she's like, anything. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's like, wait, what? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And he, bet- okay. So not only did they sleep together and he was not a nice boyfriend, he also like hardcore betrayed her mm-hmm. with, and like left her to the dogs. Right. Like there was a time, whatever he, like he d- abandoned her. So like, he's the worst to her. Yeah. Um, And then we saw her a couple weeks ago show up being um like, uh, trying to be Buffy's new arch nemesis. And of course, she's a doof. It didn't work out. Yeah. There's so, a very funny fight scene between her and Xander <laughs> yeah. where it's just like slow mo them, like scratching, like scratching each scratching other. Um, so ultimately, yeah, she's back and she's toned down her bouffant hair. Yes. And she, yeah. She I do like, like her general, like, that she wants to be taken seriously. I do like that. That she, because she is, she honestly thinks Buffy's after her. Yeah. And Buffy does not give a shit about her. No. Um, Why doesn't Buffy kill her, though? Like, I mean, like, she's a vampire. Doesn't Buffy want to kill all the vampires? Yeah, but I think Buffy hasn't encountered just her. Mm -hmm. So she's, like, not going to... Harmony's not enough of a threat for her to, like, create, like, a game plan. Like, we're going to go out and kill Harmony. Yeah, Harmony's like a mosquito. Yeah. And so when there's a time where it's easy to swat her, she will... But right now she's just like, ugh. Are some vampires feral? No, no. They're just either like they're just as dumb or as smart as they were as humans. I mean, if you are crazy as a human, you're right. Double yeah. crazy. Well, I was just thinking of like the 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 vampire that atta- comes up from the grave and yeah. attacks them. Oh, um, uh, they're and- kind of crazed when they come out of their graves. and they're like they just dug through a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. They dug through. They broke through their coffin. And then dug through the dirt to get yeah. out. It's just like, so, like, and so like the reason she doesn't kill Spike is that she likes him deep down inside, right? Or I think it's the chip. At least that's what she's telling. Herself. She tells everyone it's the chip. I think. I don't know if she she doesn't like him. He's yeah. helped her before. He's helped her, and I think. I think deep down she kind of like likes being able to hate him, like being able to say like God, you're so pathetic. Like, because he can't hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Because, like, at one point she suggests that Riley go back and kill him, right? Yeah. I don't think she, I don't think she would care too much if Riley killed him. Like, she mm-hmm. would kind of be like, well, he was not going to hurt anyone, but she wouldn't cry. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, and I, I definitely don't think she's on the same page as where Spike is. No. <laughs> Having dreams about, okay, I love you. Okay, and the ADR in that was so weird. Yeah. Like, I think it was, like, dreamlike, so it was supposed to be whatever. Also, they're kissing. <laughs> it looks how, like, dogs kiss each other. <laughs> well, I think it's supposed to be, like, ro- like raw and, like, animalistic. Because that's what he represents. Yeah, and I think maybe, I I don't think that reads on film very well. Certainly not. Which that's okay, Not like with that far away of a lens. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and cinematic kissing is weird. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, I don't think that looks that good. I think if there were, if it were like a little bit more highly stylized, if there were like more, it's still like dynamic light, like, like eating each other's mouth. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> they were like, eating each someone's mouth. face off. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, what you do in the privacy yeah. of your own bedroom okay. is your own business. Well, Kelly. I think I think it's meant to <laughs> signify the the 
the prime like there's this yeah, primal no. yes. like, even it's though he out of hates control her passion. And, like, yeah, 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 yeah 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 for sure yeah um i love you buffy that was so weird i was like what is this adr it's so it was weird <sighs> he was just way too tight on that mic when he was saying that i love you buffy do we have anything else to say about these episodes um there I, wasn't really a villain in the second one, was mm-hmm. there? No, I mean I guess Harmony. Riley's health. Yeah, <laughs> Riley's health. Yeah, it was really the about- U.S. government. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. shots fired. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, <laughs> please like don't arrest it. me, Mr. Trump. <laughs> God. R.I.P. Wait, R.I.P. America. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's not a Mister anymore. Mister. No, I suppose not. Um. <laughs> wow, that fucking heavy. Um. Mm. Who is the big bad this season? Have we met them yet? Nope. No, we have okay. not met them. Well, okay. Winkies. Winkies. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. <laughs> Ryan wants a spoil this so bad. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> the the groundwork has been laid for where we're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Cool. Um, John. <laughs> we got to said... plug it up. No, we got to plug, plug it, it up. up. John, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um I'm sorry that you're not feeling well, but I'm sorry that you're also feeling invincible. Oh, I could fight a cop right now. Cool. I could fight a cop. (laughs) Um, Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, Just my Twitter handle, uh, Groucho Marxist. Cool, cool. (laughs) At (laughs) GroucholMarxist.com. It's not a Twitter handle. So if someone sent an email there, you're not going to answer it. He's not going to get it. No. Don't send emails to that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't send. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Cool. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Um, We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.